And as much as water has been an enemy to me my whole life, I still want to conquer it. You know, I'm a fan of anything involving water, right? Like being on it. I do not like what's in it. That's my, that's my, my thing. I'll fuck with water whenever I'm on it, like a boat, when I'm fishing, uh, sea dews, speedboats. But the moment I have to go in it, go fuck yourself. Right. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not really like, it, it's, I feel like if I was a pirate, I'd be the best fucking pirate because uh, I just wouldn't want to go in the water. Right. And some say, Hey, that would make you a horrible pirate. But the way I see it is that if I was a pirate that didn't like being in the water, I would do whatever it would take to stay afloat or stay, you know, on my boat. Right. Whether that means whatever pirates do, you know, the, the swinging onto the other fucking uh, boat, fighting, shooting, pillaging, whatever it took, I would do whatever it takes to not go in the water. Right. I, I'd be one of those captains that does not go down with his ship, but would fucking continue to sail at all costs. Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. Okay, and welcome to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast with me, Kevin Amoki. This is my podcast. If this is the first time checking out the pod, the way this podcast works is that I determine what the best is in any given subject. Today, I'm talking about the best mythical sea creature, you know, monsters from the deep. Uh, but tomorrow, I could be the best mythical land animal, you know? No, the best. The best mythical, I'd probably say unicorn, but we'll see. You know, that's how this podcast works. You know, I uh, pick a random subject. I uh, come up with a list, do a little bit of research. And by research, I mean, you know, I Google it and eventually come to my own biased opinions so that you don't have to, you know, because you never know when you're going to have to know what a <laughs> mythical seahorse uh, is. Or if you encounter one or what to do, what to do when you when you do encounter one, you know, uh, I, if you've made it this far, thank you. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, do all the social media stuff. If you are watching this, I do record my podcast from my car, you know, and uh, yeah, sometimes it gets hot. You know, it is, it is weather dependent. Uh, a little bit of update on that, though. I may or may not be working on a way of getting Basically, I'm trying to I'm trying I might be taking the podcast from the car to my bedroom <laughs> or somewhere like I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm researching new equipment. I might be getting better mics, you know, I, I have a couple of stuff. Right. And then uh, I'm looking into green screen technology. I'm, I'm, I'm learning stuff. You know, I uh, I've recently uh, I've been off 
couple of weeks, almost a month, actually, I had to put my hand up. I had a carpal tunnel surgery a while ago and I had some time off to really rethink my life decisions. You know, how did a young something end up doing a podcast and a a Mustang? Uh, But yeah, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, not doubling down, but I'm thinking about upgrading the equipment upgrading the quality of the podcast. Again, I know I've said this before. I know it's a bi-weekly podcast. Right now I'm pumping out a pod every other week or whatever. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I really want it to be a weekly, you know, it's just that because it's the like here's the thing. If I was doing just an audio only podcast, I would uh I I just, you know, edit that shit quick and then, you know, dump it online, right? But with the editing, I do, I do try to do, uh, I do try to do, um, I try to be a little bit more, I'm trying to work on my editing skills too, right? So I do add more stuff to the visual podcast. I do have some graphics to go, you know, or, or, you know what, to be honest, like uh, another thing, if you, if you don't want to watch a one hour podcast of a guy doing, doing it from his car, talking about mythical sea creatures, you're more than welcome to go check out the Instagram channel where I basically put the uh, infographics, you know, basically all the information that I, that I research, I put it into an infographic on online. So that way you can just go on there, see which ones I picked and be like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Eh, it's, it's that one. Right. You know, or make your own decisions. Right. Um, other than that, I am in a bit of a sea. I'm in a nautical. I'm in a water. It's a nautical. I'm in, I'm in a bit of a, I, I used my uh, time off to go on vacation, go to a couple places or whatever. And I ended up uh, going out to Grand Bend. Uh, I ended up going to Grand Bend, uh, which is like, it's it's like a vacation spot for Ontario, right? It's like a waterside community. I think Lake Huron. Is it like, yeah, Lake, Lake Huron or whatever. Pretty, pretty nice lake. Out of all the Great Lakes, out of all the Great Lakes, I don't know, maybe Lake Superior might be better. I got to do a pot on that, maybe. The best Great Lake, you know? I think there's only five of them. But yeah, I was in Grand Bend uh, with a buddy. We had rented a cottage for a couple. It was a last-minute thing. I couldn't get more people. I, it was just like, hey, who's in the area? So I called up my buddy, Kirk. If, you, if you've seen some earlier pods, you, you, you may know him. Uh, I called him to go down to Grand Bend. Uh, and we, yeah, we did a whole cottage thing. We were supposed to go on a boat. Hence the reason why I bought this, uh, captain's hat. I was ready to commandeer a vessel. You know, it's one of my bucket list things to do is to, uh, what, what am I, buck? well, here's the thing. I, I, I eventually, you know, this is, this is deep Kevin stuff, but eventually down the line is I want to develop my skills where I can, I can drive, fly or boat. All the vehicles. So basically, look, when it comes to land, I'm, I'm an amazing driver. I actually do it for a profession. You know, I can drive anything from a, for, from a mini all the way up to a fucking bus, right? I can maybe do, I haven't done an 18-wheeler yet, but, I, I, you know. So I can drive pretty much anything on land, right? I have a motorcycle license. I do, I do have a Harley. I, I ride my motorcycle. So yeah, when it comes to land stuff, I got it pretty much locked down, right? ATVs, I mean, snowmobile, you could even count. I haven't done, haven't done snowmobiling yet, but 
you know. Uh, and then in terms of uh, sea stuff, I've been on a sea do, right? I've done the sea do, right? I need to get more better at I need to get better at boating, boating nautical stuff. And then eventually down the line, I've been looking in, especially after the movie Top Gun, if you've guys seen it. But I eventually want to get up in the air. You know, I I I, I want to fly. Uh, I'm not a crazy fucking. I just want to fly like a Cessna, right? You know, a couple of hours heading from here because I feel I feel down the line. I'm not a big I, I, I don't know. I, I don't like I don't like airports. It's been a while since I've been back to one, you know, and I feel air travels like like I saw this video recently of them trying to uh, make budget flights even more cheaper. And the way that they proposed doing this was by literally stacking people on top of each other. Right. So, you know, I mean, listen, the last time I was on one as a big guy, it gets tight. But I looked at these things. Listen, if you're if you're anything over 250, you're fucked. Someone's going to literally be sitting on your belly. Right. So, yeah, I feel I feel air fare. And, and listen, I don't got the money to do private or even first class. Right. So I think down the line, especially if the more and more I want to travel, you know, as much as I love driving to places just from a time consuming thing, I think I got, I, I got to start flying to places, right? You know, do, do famous pilots like, um, what's his name? John Travolta. I got, that guy was smart. He'd fly to wherever he wanted to on his own, you know, his own dime, right? Eventually did it. Well, I mean, the guy's a movie star, right? But I mean, if you look at comedians, even Bill Burr is a pilot, right? He has his hell, has a helicopter. I don't know if he's done it yet, but I, I, I could see, I could see Bill Burr being like, yeah, I got to. I got a gig up in Texas. Going to fly from LA to Texas, in in my uh, I, I don't know what the range is, you know. But I'm pretty sure you could do California. I'm pretty sure Bill Burr can like fly from like I don't know LA to Sacramento, do a gig, and then fly back, right? So yeah, fly flying is something that I want to do. It's on the list. It's on the bucket list of things to do. But yeah, back to Grand Bend. I was in Grand Bend with a buddy. We were supposed to go out boating. Um, and we, we got up early, went down to the to the docks, rented a pontoon. If you don't know what a pontoon is, it's like a boat with doors, a lot of doors to get on and off. And I was supposed to go on Lake Huron. So we left. And as we're about to go into, like, because we're coming out of this waterway into Lake Huron, the waves, it was a windy, windy fucking day. Uh, and the guy was kind of like, you know what? This is a little sketch. He knew that my like this was my maiden voyage, right? So we ended up uh, we ended up having to cancel that. I wanted to go to the next day, but scheduling issues came up. So uh, yeah, another time, you know, another time I will conquer the uh, the waterways. You know, my I feel like, you know, I feel like my life. I don't know. I've I've always had very bad luck. I've always had very bad luck with water. You know, when I it, it goes all the way back. Like when I was a uh, I think when I was when I was like 4 or 5, I fell into like a like a pondy marsh area, submerged. It was in the winter time, so I froze my ass off, right? And then later on when I was maybe like 10, 12 or whatever, we had this farm and I was at a on a pond and I was skating, right? Just and, you know, me being an idiot, I was just skating circles, doing just fucking circles on this pond or whatever. Right. And eventually, eventually I uh, 
my it's literally it was literally like a cartoon i because of my circling i fell into the ice and uh uh yeah uh it, it almost drowned but it was froze it was in the winter time so i fell in up to my head in freezing cold water and uh eventually my dad was able to save me and pull me out and do all do all the life saving procedures or whatever so yeah, water's been, you know, and then later, later on in life, I mean, you, the numerous, like I remember in, in, in high school, I was doing, uh, we were doing swimming classes and because I was a big guy, you know, I was a pretty floatable kind of guy, right? A pretty buoyant fella, right? So in, in high school, in swimming class, I'd always have these small little guys, some of them friends, and they, they'd always want to jump on my shoulder and submerge me and while they float to the top. You know, so I became a, a human, um, what's that shit called? A human float device or whatever, right? But yeah, you know, and then later on, later, I mean, dude, we're, again, with my history with water, I, um, when I was 30, on my 30th birthday, you know, I'd just gotten out of the hospital, had some issues or whatever. And for my birthday, I booked a Sea-Doo, right? Because I was like, fuck it, YOLO, right? And this was during the COVID time, I think early COVID times. So I'm out there on a fucking sea dew in Lake Ontario, just ripping it, looking at the city, living fucking life, right? And then literally, like, you know, I'm there for hours. I literally, on my last, like, 30 minutes, I'm like, let's fucking rip it, right? And then because I guess I got tired or whatever, I eventually tipped over. Now, here's the thing. Um, the last time I had swam was maybe when I was, like, 16, Right back in high school. So my swimming abilities was shit. And not only that, but I was maybe an extra 60, 70 pounds since then. So I didn't know how to swim. Luckily, I had a, a life preserver. Right. So there I am in the middle of Lake Ontario. Can't swim for shit. My jet skis upside down. And I'm like, OK, oh, 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 this is how you die. This is how you die, right? Um, but eventually, some cool bros on some other sea uh, you know, came by. And basically, I mean, they physically couldn't get to me because they were like, yeah, dude, like, if you touch us, you're probably going to flip us over, too. So then they eventually said, yeah, man, you got to flip over your machine. You got to flip over your sea and then climb up. So there I am flipping over the machine. And, uh, uh, you know. I flip it over and, and dude, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm in the water, so I can't sweat balls, but I'm running out of breath. Eventually I climb to the back. My fucking, my pants is falling down. I'm a fucking mess. I use every muscle I have in my body to climb up. Right. And then get on top of the sea do, you know, I think the engine's flooded. Everyone's like, Oh yeah, maybe the engine's flooded, but I eventually, uh, jumpstart that shit, get it, get it running float back to the dock and uh, continued with my birthday celebrations. Right. So I did all that, um, you know, and, 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 and as much as water has been an enemy to me my whole life, I still want to conquer it. You know, I'm a fan of anything involving water, right? Like being on it. I do not like what's in it. That's my, that's my, my thing. I'll fuck with water whenever I'm on it, like a boat, when I'm fishing. Uh, 
sea-doos, speedboats. But the moment I have to go in it, go fuck yourself, right? So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really, like, it, it's I feel like if I was a pirate, I'd be the best fucking pirate because uh, I just wouldn't want to go in the water, right? And some say, hey, that would make you a horrible pirate. But the way I see it is that if I was a pirate that didn't like being in the water, I would do whatever it would take to stay afloat or stay, you know, on my boat, right? Whether that means whatever pirates do, you know, the, the swinging onto the other fucking uh, boat, fighting, shooting, pillaging, whatever it took, I would do whatever it takes to not go in the water, right? I, I'd be one of those captains that does not go down with his ship, but would fucking continue to sail at all costs. So, yeah, I feel uh, that's my uh, that's my that's my that's my experience with uh, that's my experience with uh, with water. Right. Lakes, oceans. You know, I, 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 I like doing the stuff on top of it, but I hate like, dude, you ever you ever you ever been in a. You ever gone swimming in like the ocean or, or like, you know, yeah, like an ocean and then, you know, you're just. See, when I used to, like, when I used to go in the ocean, you know, back when I was, like, a kid, I'd, I'd always uh, go in, and then, uh, yeah, what's it called? I'd go in, do, do you know, do the doggy thing, whatever, but then eventually I'd want to, like, walk. I don't know if you ever, you know, where you walk, you try to walk out, and I remember the first time I fucking had seaweed touch the bottom of my foot. I thought it was a fucking octopus. I thought it was fucking Nessie. I thought it was Jaws. I thought something, I thought it was an eel. My mind immediately jumped. Actually, you know what? When I fell into fucking Lake Ontario, that fall, that week, I had just watched the movie Jaws. So I was freaking out, you know? Dude, do not, if, if, if you're going on a, my advice, if you're going on a, if you're going on a, if you're going on a vacation or, or if you're going on any trip that involves the water, don't watch movies like Jaws. You know, if you're going out to a lake, don't watch the movie Lake Placid. That's the one about a crocodile the size of a house. Right. So, yeah, that's my that's my uh, that's my little tip for you is that, you know, if you are afraid of the water and you're going to go into the water, don't watch things that make you even more scared. So, yeah, I. Uh, I. Uh, yeah. Wa- waters. The waters, they, they be very. uh scary but sometimes soothing you know nothing's more relaxing than uh just being out in the ocean or being being out in by a large body of water and just looking out right you know really makes you feel uh makes you feel small right really calms you down i think it has something to do with the i I was looking at for anxiety like when you when you when you have high anxiety you tend to be really super focused on stuff like really zoomed in Right. But when when you when you get like a big picture view, you're 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 more you're more calm. That's why, like when I'm driving, I don't like just focus on what's directly in front of me. I kind of like do a big picture, take it all in. Right. You know, when I'm on my motorcycle, I take it all in. So, yeah, I think um, I think when it comes to uh, when it comes to that, you know, the waters. Relaxing, but at the same time, really terrifying. You know, but speaking about terrifying, 
You know, I'm getting better at the segues, guys. I'm working, I'm working at my segues. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to do stuff about. So I, I was looking, you know, for topics that involved, you know, sh- boats, shipping, waters, and all that shit. And I was like, you know, I could. Do, I was thinking about doing on pirates. I was like, you know, but I think I'm gonna wait until Johnny Jet. Jo- if you've heard of the news, Johnny Depp is coming back for Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, maybe maybe I'll save it for then because uh, I think at that point he's like six pirates movies in, right? And I could, you know, maybe do like the best Pirates of the Caribbean movie or the best pirate movie of all, or just the best pirate, right? So I'm saving that subject for later on. But uh, yeah, I started looking, you know, best stuff, and then I don't know, I forget what movie I've been watching. Maybe it's the Marvel shit. I don't know, but I've been watching a lot of like magical shit on TV. Right. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it on a subject. Right. So I decided to do the best mythical sea creature. Right. So uh, the way I'm going to be going about it is I'm going to be basically picking 10 of the most mythical, most magical, most scary uh, sea creatures known to man may or may not be real. Myth usually means they're not real. But, you know. Like they say, everything's like, like, I feel like when it comes to these myths or when it comes to like, you know, mo- like, you know, vampires, zombies, uh, anything that's created or like, you know, where you're, you're where you're kind of like, I don't know if it's real or not. I feel like they're all based in some type of a reality, right? Like there, 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 there has to be a sliver, right? Just like the whole, just like the whole, um, what's that called? The whole Jesus thing, right? You know, like, did he walk on water? Did he make really like a thousand fucking uh, life uh, or, or loaves of bread or whatever? I don't know, but he, I can say maybe that there was a guy named Jesus who did some pretty cool stuff back in the day. That's as far as I'm thinking or whatever. But yeah, I feel like when it comes to these myths and these mythical creatures or anything based uh, from, from, from ancient history, you got to take it with a grain of salt, but you kind of want to believe that there's some sliver, there's some sliver of truth in there, right? So I basically, yeah, I uh, Googled the best mythical sea creatures, found a lot of ones in history. A lot of them are from like Norse mythology, Greek mythology, some from Japanese a little bit, you know, I feel uh, eventually, you know, people were like, that's not a myth anymore, you know, like. You know, you don't you don't really see like, you know, guys that are working on what's a modern sea job? Like an oil tanker. You don't see guys in oil tankers doing like, oh, be I don't know, like fucking I I don't think they're scared. I don't think they run into many sea monsters, right? I mean th- those ships are so fucking huge. It's like the the sea monster would like fucking Yeah, I feel I feel like the sea monster wouldn't be able to keep up nowadays, right? So yeah, um, I'm going to be going through t- 10 of them. I'm basically going to you know, tell you uh, the name of the monster, a rough description of what they look like, what they can do, kind of a kind of a, 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 a kind of kind of give you a bit of a, 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 a historical description or a mythical description of what they are. Right. And then I think the way we're going to be going is at the end of the day, who is the biggest, baddest? scariest uh maybe even the possibly the realest but basically who's the biggest baddest 
sea monster of them all that you would not want to run into, right? So that that's how I'm going to be going about. So we're going to be going in order, uh, no particular order, right? Again, of when, you know, because with mythical sea creatures, you can never get, you know, accurate time, accurate sizes or, or whatever. This is, this is just a general, this is a general, uh, a general vibe. Right. I know. I know sometimes I do other podcasts where I'm a little bit more analytical, where, you know, I add like, you know, the weight, the height, capabilities, stats or whatever. Right. But this ain't a stats podcast. At the end of the day, I'm doing it about things that may or may not even exist. So for anyone that's like, oh, I wanted to know the biting power of fucking the Kraken. Uh, suck a dick. OK. Yeah. know, because that was never recorded. Right. So. We're going to be going through 10 uh, and the first. And so let's start off with the first one. Work our way down. Uh, the first monster on my list today. Let me just get my brightening up on my thing. Uh, see, that's the thing. Once I have my home studio set up, uh, I might have a few more gadgets to be a little bit quicker on the draw. Right. So but I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'll do like. Cause I like the car, right? Maybe, maybe I'll do the car podcast like in the winter, but I'm going to be honest in the summer right now. Like guys, I'm fucking, I'm, I mean, I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing as little as, you know, I, I probably should be wearing a tank top, but I'm fucking, I'm boiling. I'm fucking, I need to get, I need to dip into an ocean. But anyways, let us dig into the first mythical monster of today's podcasts. Oh, why the fuck did it go to the, Yorgamund. So the first one is that that I'm talking. The first mythical sea creature that I'm talking about today is the Yormagand. Yormagand, right? It's uh, it's basically a giant seahorse, and you may know it as uh the serpent or world serpent. It's basically from Norse mythology, you know, also known as the Midgard serpent. Uh, it's a sea serpent uh, and the middle child of Loki. Yes, the same Loki from the Marvel show Loki. Uh, and the giantess Agarbodoba. You know, according to the Prose Edda, Odin took Loki's three children by Argaboa. Again, I'm going to butcher these names. I'm not a fucking historian. I'm not even a good fucking reader. But this is what, what the information I got. Uh, the Wolferner, Hel, and Jorgamander. Uh, and toss Jorgamander uh, into the great ocean that encircles Midgard. The serpent grew so large that it was able to surround Earth and grasp at its own tail. It is an example of an Ouroboros. Uh, as a result of its surrounding uh, the Earth, it received the name the World Serpent. And uh, when it releases its tail, Ragnarok will begin which is basically the end of the world. Yorgamon's arch enemy is the thunder god Thor. So if you've seen the Marvel movies, right, you, you, you know about Ragnarok is basically the end of the world. But basically, the, uh, there, there have been other film adaptations. But basically, think of it as the world serpent. Basically, think of it as a serpent so large, so large that it physically wraps around the earth. Now, again, I am not a scientist, so I don't know how big that is, but I'm going to assume it is really big, right? Really big, right? So you could only imagine how big its head would be. Its head would probably be like, uh, I don't know, like, you, 
I don't know, maybe, maybe the size of Ontario, right? I don't know, but it's a it's a large serpent, basically encapsulating the uh, the uh, the earth. Usually, I think I think I feel like in in, in more in, in in many mythology, the, the the serpent usually attacked people that were trying to escape Midgard, right? I don't know. This this goes into five really really deep Norse Norse mythology, right? I don't think like it was a monster. Like I don't know what the 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 the, the symbolicness of it. I think it had to do with uh, you know the, the one day the world would end, right? But yeah, the Yorg the Yorgamond, a giant giant. I don't know why they put seahorse, but basically it's a ser- sea serpent that wraps around the world, right? You know. So in terms of size, definitely. Definitely, I mean, we're talking Earth. Definitely the biggest on the list probably today. Um, in terms of scare factor, I think unless you're, f- I feel like this is not necessarily a monster that attacks random sailors or people in the sea. It's it's more of a symbolic thing of like, you know, the the Earth will end one day, right? So from a scare factor, if you're worried about the Earth or the world ending one day you got other things to worry about, right? So the Yorgamund, your, I'm got to get the J-O-R-M-U-N-G-A-N-D, Yormagund, or the, the world serpent. That's the way I'm going to be going about it. You know, uh, the next one on the list, another very popular one. Uh, I am talking about Chitulu, Chitulu, also a famous Metallica song, Chitulu. Right. Hopefully I got that right. Uh, Chitulu is basically a humanoid shaped sea creature with squid tentacles on its face, uh, dragon wings. Uh, and I, I think it had crab hands or whatever like that. But basically it was a large. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, what's his name? Uh, Davy Jones. Right. A guy with 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 fucking tentacles in from his face. But then also a dragon wing, so he could probably fly. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But basically, it was um, he's a cosmic monster from space, uh, a gigantic entry uh, entity uh, worshipped by cultists in the shape of a green octopus, dragon, and a character of human form. It was based on, I believe, it was Lovecraft was the author. The author there was an author who basically created a lot of myths, mythical sea creatures from I think borrowing from like Norse greek uh cultures or whatever in creating these horrific monsters i want to say in the 1800s again i didn't do too much deeping into the creating of these characters i just wanted to stick strictly to what these characters look sound and you know what 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 their capabilities are but basically think of it as a large squid monster faced monster but with dragon like just the probably the, the scariest looking thing you could see um, you know, and the fact that it's from space even makes it scarier, right? So Chitulu, Chitulu, definitely, definitely a scary, scary boy, you know. Uh, the next one on my list uh, also is a uh, pet of uh, Poseidon. Is it Poseidon or Zeus? I don't know. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Uh, the Kraken is basically a giant squid, you know, originally originating in Scandinavian folklore. The Kraken is usually depicted as an aggressive cephalophoid uh, like 
creature capable of destroying entire ships and dragging sailors to their doom. You know, again, the the Kraken has been uh, very popular in movies like Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it was number three. Um, Clash of the Titans. Right. And other other I think there's been other in, in other Viking sagas and all that stuff. Uh, but basically, it's it's a large giant squid. Now, the thing is, we know that giant squids do exist, right? I mean, there's been there's been recorded somewhere as big as like a tractor trailer. Like they get very big. The question is, how big could you could they get? Now, we don't know. Obviously, uh, as our as, as our civilization, civil civilization has progressed, we've pushed a lot of these bigger boys or whatever, probably down or into the depths that we haven't been able to reach, right? You know, just like there used to be large land animals, but as we eventually took their land, right? We um, we eventually, I don't know, it, it's almost like, uh, what do you call it? Like, like, you know, there used to be animals not too long ago, maybe, and I know this might sound a lot, but like maybe a million years ago, there there, there, there were creatures that, that were gigantic, but because of, uh, you know, our species coming up and, and all, and then you throw in dinosaurs and creation and all that science stuff that I have no idea what I'm talking about. You know, they, 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 they eventually, you know, got smaller, right? But squids are a real actual creature. Uh, and the kraken happens to be one that is a terribly menacing one, right? Now, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to believe we know because squids are real and that they can get big. Right now, the question is, can a squid uh, get aggressive enough? Can it get bad enough that it wants to sink uh, ships? I don't know. I wasn't there. And I'm also not that type. I'm not really a, I'm not a I'm not a sea guy. Right. So the Kraken, you know, not only are they an NHL, uh, an NHL uh, team, they're also. It's also a monster, one of the monsters of the sea. Right. So the Kraken. Guys, man, sometimes I fucking stretch it for these pods, right? You know, uh, the next one on my list today is possibly the the strongest, physically strongest uh, uh, monster. And I'm talking about and again, I don't know how, how I'm judging that. <laughs> this is just I went on a list and they were like, here's the best attributes of this said monster. And I'm talking about the Leviathan, the Leviathan. It is a sea serpent with multiple heads. You know, so similar to very similar to the to the Yorgamond or the World Serpent, but this one has multiple heads. Now, not to be confused with another monster that we'll be talking about later. Talking about, you know, we'll get into that. But it's a sea serpent with multiple heads. Uh, in Jewish mythology, uh, the the name Leviathan uh, can refer to a variety of monstrous creatures, including a primordial sea serpent, a dragon, a snake, a crocodile or a whale-like animal, cited as eating the damned uh, afterlife, damned in the afterlife. So, I, 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 yeah, I guess I guess a little bit of Jewish mythology in there, right? And Levi, maybe, maybe it's related to that, the book of Levi. But basically, think of it as a serpent. Again, m- maybe it has attributes of a dragon, maybe a little bit of a crocodile. You got to realize that, you know, in the Middle East, there were... You know, they were dealing crocodiles have been around for the longest of time. So there's definitely going to be borrowing from that. Right. Um, and basically, the, the scariest part is that it, it would eat your soul. Right. So the Leviathan. But in terms of strength, from my understanding, it's, it's the strongest. How is that gauged? 
I don't know, bite pressure, right? Two heads better than one. So the Leviathan, right? And you know what? If you're watching this, I am going to add pictures. You're going to be able to see how ferocious these characters or these monsters actually look, right? So, uh, yeah, you'll be able to check out the podcast channel if you get a chance, you know? Uh, the next one on my list today is, uh, I actually learned how to say this properly, Scylla and Charybdis. Scylla and Charybdis. Now, these are two separate things. One is a physical monster. One isn't. One is a natural monster. I'll put that in quotes. But basically, uh, the Scylla and Charybdis, one is a six-headed uh, sea monster, and the other is a whirlpool. For those that know what a whirlpool is, a whirlpool, whirlpool is basically, think of it as a tornado, but in the ocean. Yeah, freaky, right? So uh, Scylla was a horrible six-headed monster who lived on a rock. Right. So think of So I'm going to paint the picture for you guys. Scylla is a six headed, horrible monster. Right. Think of it as like a dragon, you know, but predominantly staying on the land. Right. You know, uh, and then on the other side of a narrow waterway or a narrow strait, there was Charybdis. Charybdis was basically a whirlpool. Right. So that, again, that 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 uh, tornado water looking thing or whatever. Right. On the other side. Now, when ships were close by uh, to Scylla's rocks in order to avoid uh, Charybdis, uh, she would seize and devour their their sailors. So basically think of it like this. You're you're on your trip. Maybe your name is Homer. I don't know. From the Odyssey. And you're trying to make your way home. But the only way to go through is on the left side, you got yourself a fucking six-headed dragon, right? Attacking you, maybe blowing fire, maybe doing some horrible shit. And on the other side, you have this whirlpool where if your ship goes in, you're going to be sucked and crushed into the depths of the water. That is basically the mythological saying of a rock in a hard place. You know, I think, and to be honest, I don't know if that's connected but I'm going to be from now on. I'm never going to say I was uh, in between a rock and a hard place. I'm now going to be saying I was between a Scylla and a Charybdis. <laughs> so. <laughs> fuck, if you hear me saying that anyways. So basically th this this is kind of like a monster and an, and a scary natural disaster in one. So they, they basically were the same. Right. So, uh, yeah, basically, if you were a great sailor, you would be able to thread the needle, get away, stay far away from the monster, but also avoid getting sucked in. Right. So, yeah, Scylla and Charybdis, a powerful, scary duo. Right. You know, uh, the next one on my list today is one that I personally would probably be afraid of because I know I would fall to their powers. I'm talking about sirens, sirens. For those that don't know, sirens are female creatures that live on the surface of the ocean. Fishtails, sometimes wings. Uh, they're basically dangerous creatures who lured nearby sailors with their enchanting music and singing voices to shipwreck on the rocky coast of their island. It is also said that they could even charm the winds. So basically, they're kind of like the precursor to like, I would argue, like mermaids, right? Beautiful sea creatures but a little bit fishy, maybe even a little bit wingy or whatever, but they sound so enchanting. You know, I'd like, I like to think of like, you know, the hottest, uh, the hottest girls, you know, like little, just like 
I don't know. Think of it as like Megan Fox, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, all, all the hottest girls that you, you could possibly think of. Right. And they're, they're on this Island and they're just like, yeah, yeah. Come over here, Danny. They're, they're you know, they, they're a little bit more seductive than me. Right. But they're seductive and they're like, yeah, come over here. And then, you know, you're like, you know, your boat, you're like, fuck, I kind of want to go home, but God damn, look at them. Look like, damn, like, like, damn right you're 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 like really fucking oh my god so then you end up staring closer towards them little do you notice that there's rocks and fucking so then you get shipwrecked and then now you get devoured eaten to death by a bunch of hot bitches with fishtails right so scary i'm scary for as a man that that's a scary uh that's a scary thing so the sirens they may appear beautiful but uh they, they they have a deadly way to getting to you right you know and i think the story the moral behind that mythology is if you like the cooch you you may die right that's that's the moral of that story right uh the next one on my list today is one from herculean uh times i'm talking about the uh learning lermenian lermenian learning the learning hydra, or basically just the hydra. You know, basically it's a multi-headed serpent, but this one's different than the other ones we've talked today. According to Hassad, the hydra was an offspring of Typhon and Echinida. It had poisonous breath and blood so virulent that even its scent was deadly. The hydra possessed many heads. The exact number varies from which, according to the source. Uh, later versions of the store of the hydra story had regeneration feature you know, to the monster for every head chopped off, the Hydra would grow two heads back, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know, and then the Hercules uh, required the assistance of his nephew, Laolus, uh, to cut off the monster's head and burn the neck using a fire sword. So basically the Hydra, just like other, uh, other serpents and dragons, uh, you know, was a, was a, was a vicious monster. But the one thing that made it separate and even scarier was that every time you tried to chop off a head, two more would go up to now here's the scary part let's say you're not keeping track of things you chop off one head you chop off another next thing you know you have something that has maybe 20 or 30 heads so imagine how freaky that would get right and they're all trying to bite you they're all trying to eat you and all that stuff so now you know is regeneration a real thing yeah we've seen it in things like frogs and and, and stuff like that now can it happen instantly probably not but um I think I think because uh, most of these, I think the mythology or the mor the moral of this is that, you know. When you when you when you have a problem, just when you think it's solved, two more come up, right? So what does that mean? Nip all the problems. By by burning it with a fire sword, okay? So I, I again I don't know if that's coming across to you guys, but. If you have a problem in life, right, and you think that, oh, if I just solve this problem, a.k.a. cut its head off, that, oh, that's that's it. Well, maybe two more problems come up and then two more and then two more. But if you just completely solder off that problem with a fire sword, and what does that mean? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. So basically what I'm saying is, is that before you solve any problem, make sure that's the, that's, that's it. 
make sure you nip it in the bud. I think that that's the uh, that's where the saying came from. So the Lemian Hydra, you know, one that uh, is a problem, but could definitely get a lot worse. You know, uh, the next one on my list today is again, it's another serpent. But I, it's another popular one that I wanted to add. It's called the Cetus. It's a large sea serpent. The Cetus was uh, variously described as a sea monster or sea serpent. Uh, other versions describe Cetus as a monster with the head of a boar or a greyhound and the body of a whale or dolphin. Kind of a freaky looking bitch. Uh, and divided uh, fan-like tail. Cetus was said to be colossal beast size of a ship. Its skull alone measuring 40 feet. I don't, I don't know where they got these these stats. Its spines uh being a cubit in thickness and its skeleton taller uh than the shoulder of an elephant. Again, I'm going to add a picture so you're going to see what it looks like, but the Cetus basically a large really f- just an ugly looking bitch. Um again, similar to like these other sea monsters, you wouldn't want to encounter it in the waters. Uh, because it looks nasty, probably has an attitude because, you know, the nastier the, the beast, the probably more vicious it is. So there, th- that's one to go with. So the Cetus, an ugly motherfucker that wants to kill you. Another thing to be afraid of when you go into swim, right? Uh, the next one on my list. Ooh, ooh I kind of need to take a piss, but we're going to muscle through because you know what? The water shall not owe me today. And I'm controlled. I'm controlling the water in my bowels right now. Right, I'm making that my bitch. Uh, the next one is actually the only one that I could. Um, there's a lot more similar for, for, from Japanese folklore, but this is from Japanese folklore. I'm talking about the omibozu. The omibozu, hey, uh, is a sea creature. It's a sea spirit, basically. It's a sea spirit. So it's a paranormal, paranormal, paranormal phenomenon or yokai from the Japanese folklore. Little is known of the origin of the omibozu, but it's a sea spirit and as such has multiple sightings throughout Japan. Normally, uh, the omibozu appears to sailors on calm seas, which quickly turn tumultuous. You know, It either breaks the ship on emergence or demands a bucket or barrel from the sailors and proceeds to drown them. The only safe way now, guys, I'm going to give you, I'm about to save your life. So not this note this down, but the only safe way to escape the Omibozu is to give it a bottomless barrel and sail away while it's confused. You know, leave it up to the Japanese to give a creature that, you know, can be basically defeated by confusing the fuck out of it. Right? So, yeah, the Omibuzu, the only one on the list of that that's like basically a spirit rather than a physical entity. But you know what, dude? Listen, man, on a on a dark black ocean night, how freaky would it be if this Omibuzu would just come up and be like, "Give me, give me a, a sushi, give me again because it's Japanese. I don't know. Give me your katanas. Give me." Your playstations. And meanwhile, you give it a barrel and it's like, what the fuck is this? And then you've disappeared into the night, right? So the Omobuzu, the Omibozu, uh, definitely, definitely a scary one to encounter. But remember, give it a bucket and you'll be fine. A barrelless bucket. A barrelless bucket basically means it has a hole at the bottom and it never fills up. Uh, (laughs) The next one and last one on my list today is one that I kind of wanted to skirt in under. 
uh, always get overlooked, but it's also the most recent of mythical creatures. I'm talking about the Loch Ness Monster or Nessie, otherwise known as Nessie. It's a water dinosaur. Affectionately known as Nessie, it is a creature in Scottish folklore that is said to inhabit the Loch Ness in the Scottish Highlands. It is often described as a large, long-necked, and with one or more humps protruding from the water. You know, Uh, again, this goes all the way back to the 17 and 1800s. There have been photos and pictures of it, right? Whether it's real or not, there's been a lot of proof that they were fake, right? But, uh, yeah, basically the Loch Ness Monster, some say it, it is maybe a distant dinosaur cousin. Another thing is we've no listen, we have we have crocodiles today that were in the same time as a dinosaur. So, you know, it, there, there's a lot of there's a lot to, you know, there's a lot to say that maybe one survived. Right. You know, uh, just like things like Bigfoot, Yeti, there, there, there's been proof that there have been similar animals that have lived you know, years, eons ago or whatever. So they're, you know, they're speculations, right? But I mean, to be honest, I, here's the thing. I, I haven't heard any updates on the Loch Ness Monster. With the technology we have now of scanning and, and all, this, all that stuff, I don't know. I'd like to think, and you know, no bones were ever found. So I don't know. I, I can't say whether it's real or not. I, I feel like the kid in me will always want to believe, but, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it was maybe a dinosaur. Here's the thing. It's either the dinosaur that was able to live so long. How? You know, it maybe because it was a secluded area, was able to live in its own little ecosystem and eventually maybe died off. I, I would assume. Right. But then we'd have bones. So I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Right. Right. But, you know, would I want to go swimming in Loch Ness? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, and that alone is the magical or the the important features of of mythical sea creatures is the fear it causes. Right. So those are basically the top 10 uh, top 10 uh, mythical sea creatures of all time. Before I do, I want to mention other ones that were kind of, again, very similar. Maybe they had different names. Maybe they were from the same type of um, lore. Uh, but here we go. Uh, honorable mention, we had the Vodanoi, which was a water spirit. Uh, I think it was like a fat swamp monster ghost. The Amabe, which was a Japanese merman with a beak. The Finfolk, which was a sorceress shape sister, shape sorceress shape sister of the shape. Ooh, here we go, tongue twister. Sorceress shapes shifter of the sea. You know, and then we had Calypso, who was a sea goddess. Uh, basically, she had healing powers and could control the air. Again, if you've seen the pirate movie, you know she's in that. Uh, the terrible dogfish, which was an enormous, terrifying fish, 500 feet long with three rows of teeth. I feel like that one could be real, you know. And then we had the sea bishop, which was a legendary fish reported to have lived in the 6th and 16th century. A lot of people, this is where the conspiracy, a lot of people believe that, you know, modern day popes and like priests that wear like you know those popal papal hats is based off this sea bishop you know and then there's the capricorn which is not only a uh uh a sign but also half god half fish you know so when it comes to the best mythical creature uh i feel look there's a lot of serpents on this list so if I had to pick the best serpent, 
I mean, the the Hydra, the fact that it can grow back is pretty scary. Um, and then when it comes to the Leviathan or the World Serpent, I got to put the World Serpent only because from its great vast size, right? I think from a size point of view, you don't get any bigger. So, you know, and in terms of scariness, that would be that would be scary. So in terms of the Serpent, I got to put the World Serpent or the Yorgamond, right? And then. I mean, sea spirits are freaky. In terms of the scariest looking one, I got to put the the Chutulu. Chutulu. Just from the the, the squid, it's almost like it's borrowing from all the horrible monsters in history, whether it's the dragon wings, whether the fact it's from space, whether it's, you know, squid tentacles, right? So I got to put the Chutulu there. And then... I would have to say the Kraken. The Kraken is the classic. And 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 because I want to say of all the monsters, it's, it's the one that's most likely real, right? There are, I, I, again, I don't know the history books. I'm, I'm assuming there have been attacks of 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 uh octopus or squids on humans. Squids, by the way, octopus. I know there's a difference between octopus and squids, but I want to say there, there, the possibility of a man-eating squid is, I think, real. So, because of that factor, I gotta add the kraken in there, right? So, world serpent, Chitulu, or the kraken. Uh again, I know the size of the sea monster, but I, I don't really see it as an attacking thing. It's, it's more of like a I, I would say more symbolic. Kraken, possibly Muriel. And then Chitulu, the scariest. You know what? When it comes to the best mythical creature, I have to go with Chitulu. Chitulu. Uh, because it's the scariest, it's based on almost all the worst monsters ever created and put into one. You know, and again, the whole cosmic space make a great movie. There probably are movies on that. So the, that, that, that I got to go with Chitulu. So that's the best things in life podcast. Uh, I got to go take a piss and control. Cause again, once again, the water has controlled me, you know, so I'm going to go take a piss, you know, and uh, just remember when you're out in the ocean, uh, port is always on your left side. 